You're listening to Run With The Bulls, a podcast discussing a unique approach to everyday finance with everyday people. Run With The Bulls is sponsored by Mentoro, a financial wellness company. Now, your hosts, author Danny Kofke and the royalty of financial wellness, Whitney Queen. Welcome to Run With The Bulls. My name is Danny Kofke and I'm a motivational mentor with Mentoro. I am joined by the president of Mentoro, Whitney Queen. Hey, Whit. Hey, Danny, and hello to everyone listening. As crazy as this sounds, can you believe it's almost Halloween? I know, right? Time flies when you're having fun, and you know what that means. Yep. It's almost time for holiday shopping. Yes, yes. I mean, I find it so interesting that no matter what calendar I look at, Christmas comes every December 25th without (laughs) fail. All of them. Despite this, many do not have money set aside for the gifts they buy, and we all know what happens as a result. Yep. On to the credit card, these purchases go. Also, some get so wrapped up in the season, pun intended, uh-huh. that they go a bit overboard on their spending. Then when January rolls around, they find themselves in the financial hole. Right. And interesting enough, did you know that Black Friday and the debt accumulated on this day leads to Blue Monday? Blue Monday? What is that? Yes, I'm so glad you asked. So Blue Monday is the name given to a day in January, usually the third Monday in January, and it is said to be the most depressing day of the year. Huh. I've never heard of that. Surely you're making this up. (laughs) No. um, It was first coined by a United Kingdom travel company, Sky Travel. So think about it. Why do you think the third Monday in January would be so depressing? Uh, I mean... It would probably be a weather for me, but mm-hmm. I can also think that that's about the time probably that you're getting your credit card bills. That you're probably coming off your high from Alabama winning another national championship because yep. you know CJ. So yeah, yeah. so it's a, so uh, but actually, so the <laughs> you're on one of those, one of those. Uh, so the formula they came up with uses factors such as weather conditions, debt level, which they define as the difference between debt accumulated and the ability to pay. Uh, the debt level since Christmas, time since New Year's resolutions have been broken, Mm -hmm. low motivational levels, and the feeling of a need to take action. That makes so much sense, actually, when you think about it. I'm kind of, you know, thinking back to this past January, what I was doing on the third Monday, and I probably was like, probably a little bit more down. I mean, it is, right? Like when you do think about it, and even here in Georgia, so we, I mean, it's, you know, in the South, so it's not as cold as it is way up North, but it's still by mid-January, you know, it's getting dark by like five o'clock, the weather is cold or it's dreary. And then, yeah, once again, you have all these holiday bills coming in that you're like, got so caught up, uh, Mm -hmm. end of November, December, you get caught up in the rush. And then, yeah, by mid-January, the Halloween or the Christmas decorations, Halloween hopefully are coming down. Christmas decorations <laughs> are are coming down. Um, yeah, and it's just like a lot of times we did set those goals, those New Year's resolutions, which we have an episode coming up on setting smart goals, so you have to stay yeah. tuned for that. But a lot of times people don't set goals properly or make resolutions the right way. So then by mid-January, eh, we're not going to the gym anymore. We're eating again, whatever we want. So mm. it just kind of you know just keeps rolling and rolling. And then, yeah, we find ourselves like, ugh. And then you look outside and it's raining or something. <laughs> it can be so depressing. Yeah, that's so true. I think for me, too, it's like I just got to see all my family over the holidays, mm-hmm. and now that's kind of gone. 
and so I'm trying to figure out when I get to see them again. Yeah, right. And just, I can't, it, it may have been an episode of a podcast or sometime when we were talking, but I do remember you saying something like, for times like this, it's almost like you should plan something else. Like, yes. so, like the third Monday, maybe you start planning then just to help, like maybe, and of course we're going to start saving for it, but maybe you start planning for that summer vacation or maybe that spring break, whatever it may be, but then maybe it can kind of help you have a goal to look forward to so you're not so depressed. That's such a good point. Yeah, that's that's the age old trick I have about when you're coming home from a vacation, uh-huh. you start brainstorming and planning the next one, Right. A, so you're prepared for it, and B, so it doesn't make that day so so depressing. So right. yeah, right. I'm, I'm kind of feeling better about this now. I'm starting to get a little depressed my, myself. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but you can easily see like how Black Friday and, and you know, the, the craziness of that and going shopping, how it can easily lead to that Blue Monday because most of us have been there and done that, spent more than we should have, caught up in the holiday rush, and then bam, here we are. But enough of this depressing talk. Please. Yes, yes. So when we get back, a look at some ways you can make sure the third Monday this January won't be blue. Connect with us on social media. Search at Mentoro Group on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Welcome back. Even though Halloween is not here yet, this time of year flies and it will be December and the holidays that are in this month before we know it. It's so true. I mean, I think they already have Christmas trees out at Walmart. It's yeah, wild. Yeah, I remember like watching the World Series and there's, you know, usually Christmas ads and yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> So to help you not go broke, we have some tips for you. (laughs) Yes, yes. So holiday spending is kind of what we refer to as known upcoming non-monthly expenses, right? Say that three times fast. Uh, But these expenses can also be called budget busters because that is exactly what they will do. So Whitney, in addition to holiday expenses, can you think of some others that fall into this category? Sure. Um, I'm quite guilty of a lot of these. So I think it could be like these last minute trips that we're talking about right. maybe to see family or, you know, Christmas parties that we might be looking to throw. We go a little bit over budget because we just have to have those special treats there. But one maybe on the more positive side that we might consider this time of year is as we get closer to Thanksgiving, this is a time usually of gratitude and a time that we may want to look to give back. So Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are pretty philanthropic this time of year, but that's not something that may be a steady or a known monthly expense. So that's something to keep in mind that as you give back, make sure that you're also uh, taking that into account with your own budget. You're not going into debt to give back, right? Exactly. exactly. (laughs) Yes. Um, So you got it. So these expenses seem to appear at the very last minute and at the worst times because many have not prepared for them even though they knew they were coming so in addition to you know some of the ones you named some other known upcoming non-monthly expenses could include real estate property taxes so if you have a mortgage these are usually taken out in escrow but a lot of times once a year life insurance premiums auto insurance sometimes those are monthly sometimes every six months sometimes yearly right vacations taxes birthdays anniversaries graduation so kind of the list can you know go indefinitely depending on your situation absolutely uh it it sounds like a long list right (laughs) right the most important thing to remember though is these expenses are both known and upcoming there should be no surprises right i mean and that's where we it comes back to kind of preparing um we just 
to your point, they are known. A lot of times we don't want to think about the future. And, you know, we did, we talked about it, another episode of how, you know, Americans don't even have money set aside for, you know, emergencies. So these are expenses that we kind of, we, we have to include them in our budget and make sure, hey, we're going to turn them into an every month expense, even though we only pay them once a year, once every six months, whatever it may be, but pretend like you're paying them every single month. And, you know, the great thing about saving for these expenses is that it isn't that difficult. So once again, it just takes some discipline to set aside money every single paycheck or every single month. I think that's such a great tip. Something else that I heard as well is, you know, not everybody has the traditional style, you know, monthly pay or biweekly pay. Uh, Some people get paid in commissions or some people, you know, only get paid once a quarter. I think what's important to take away from this is that you're actively setting aside money in the way that makes sense for you. So I know people who they they may get paid, uh, you know, their salary by by monthly, but they're uh, getting bonus checks every quarter. So instead of using that bonus to go towards, you know, groceries or to Uh go towards something fun, that's what they use to set aside. Right. So that's just though where the planning comes into play, that mm-hmm. long term. And just as a, you know, probably when you think about some, a, a, an institution that is horrible fiscally, first one that comes to my mind is the government, right? <laughs> the federal government. I mean, look at yeah. our national debt. How much? I mean, it's what, 30 trillion, 29, whatever. So it just goes up every day. But yet they are smart enough to think about it. When you get a paycheck, when I get a paycheck, what comes out first? Mm-hmm. Taxes. Even though taxes are due in April, can you imagine if the government said, hey, you know what, America, you're just going to pay your taxes every April. We're going to send you a bill, and then you're going to pay your taxes. Would any of us, I mean, most of us would not have the discipline to set that money aside every single month that they gave us our entire paycheck and didn't take taxes out to pay it in April. Mm-hmm. So the government, who is horrible handling money, we pretty much can all agree, they're even smart enough that every single month they do kind of what we're talking about. Like they know taxes are a known upcoming non-monthly expense, but they make it a monthly expense and they take it out. So that's kind of what we have to do as well. Like pretend, you know, we don't want to go into to trillions of dollars of debt. Uh, <laughs> we just can't print up money right in our individual house unless, uh, you know, you, you want to counterfeit it. But that's going to lead to all other kind of issues. Right. So, but in this case, kind of like be like the government and just, you know, set aside that money or plan for it to your point if you get a bonus or whatever it may be and have that money earmarked before it goes towards something else. That way you have the money set aside when those bills are due. That's a great analogy. So coming up after the break, a look at how you can save for these expenses. Connect with us on social media. Search at Mentoro Group on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Welcome back. We have been discussing known non-monthly upcoming expenses, such as holiday spending. We have a simple way to help you prepare for these so that you don't bust your budget. Yeah. So let's say you plan on, we're just making an easy number. We're going to say you plan on spending $1,200 on holiday gifts and activities. So if you save $100 a month starting in January, you will have $1,200 by December. So think about how nice it will be used to use cash for this holiday, for all of your holiday spending. And because the expenses associated with this holiday are saved for in advance, you won't be celebrating or commiserating (laughs) until the following June when the monthly credit card bill arrives. 
Just like a mortgage lender will put money for property taxes and homeowners insurance into an escrow account every month, you can calculate how much you need to save each paycheck for these non-monthly expenses and then create an escrow account, in a sense, for them. Right. As an example, let's say you get paid once a month. You would like to have the following amount saved every year for the following expenses. So for the holidays, you'd like a thousand, maybe a fifteen hundred dollar vacation, twelve hundred in property taxes, and then have something for car repairs, let's say, for eight hundred dollars. Okay. You add these expenses together, you get a grand total of four thousand five hundred dollars. So now you're gonna take this forty five hundred dollars and divide it by twelve. So the number of paychecks you would receive you would receive in a year if you're paid monthly. And it, to me, it's easier if you're paid every other week. To me, it's kind of easier to make it a monthly thing. Just the math is easier. But however it works for you, if you, you know, let's say you're paid bi-monthly. If you want to divide it by 24, that's fine too. But for me, I'm going to keep the math easy, divide it by 12. And this would equal $375. Next, break this amount down into the known upcoming non-monthly subcategories. Woo, that's a mouthful that we just listed. So every month you will put $83 in your holiday spending fund, $125 in the vacation fund, $100 in your property taxes fund, and $66 in the car repair funds. So see how this can help? By turning these non-monthly expenses into monthly ones, you have dramatically lessened the impact they will have on your budget. So for instance, when it is time for vacation, you will already have $1,500 saved for it. Very cool. So here are some tips when calculating these known upcoming non-monthly expenses. You guys are going to be dreaming of that they phrase. They will. They will. <laughs> you can recalculate these at least once per year. And then don't forget to add long-term expenses such as things like weddings or vehicle replacements, things like that that could be a little bit larger. Mm -hmm. And then make savings for these automatic. Right. That's a key. Um, so kind of going over these points. So recalculating once a year is, is a good thing to do because things happen over time. For instance, and, and I'm going to get to it in a minute, but now part of ours are, are Ava's, my oldest daughter's college expenses. So now that she's in college, we didn't have that last year. She just graduated from high school. So now we're going to start preparing for that. So things change year to year. So make sure that you adjust your savings accordingly. And then, you know, like we said, don't forget to add those long-term expenses. So we don't think about vehicle replacement a lot, but how nice would it be if you didn't have a car payment right now and paid yourself the car payment instead? You do that for a number of years when it's time to get another car, you may have enough to buy it outright and never have a car payment again, right? And then we went to, you know, we talk about saving for retirement, making it automatic. Same with these, make it automatic. So right when you get paid, go ahead and have that earmark towards those accounts before you have a chance to see it, touch it, spend it, get used to it. And then you'll know when these things come around, you'll have the money set aside. Absolutely. I think uh, that last one is key for me. Just make it easy on yourself. Right. You know, we all get caught up in everything that's going on, especially like we're talking about as we prepare for the holidays. I mean, that's such a busy time of year. So no need in making it tough on yourself. No. Um, or certainly putting yourself in a situation where you kind of let yourself off the hook maybe and mm -hmm. extend past what it was that you planned to do to begin with. Right. So. I have dated myself in the past by referring to things such as cliff notes and other things. So now I'm going to show you to practice, show, so you show you I practice what I preach. Here is one of my registers. Do you use a register? <laughs> no. You don't? See, you do it online too. See, it's so interesting. I haven't used one since maybe I was 15 and my parents made me, but. 
Yeah. <laughs> to each his own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, usually I take a, you know, uh, I, I etch it into it using a sledgehammer and a rock. But, I you figured. Know, my I feather figured. pen. But based, so I've done it the old-fashioned way. So here I'm just, just to show. I practice what I preach. So this is my savings extra fund. So I've talked before, you know, I have a savings account, but inside the savings accounts have these sub accounts. So you can see right here, every single month I put money aside. So right here I have a sub account. This is for my auto insurance, life insurance, the dentist, um, and then Ava's college. So we put money aside every single month for these things. And that way, when it comes around for these things, like going to the dentist, because we don't have dental insurance because that's so expensive, but I kind of have my own dental insurance by doing this. So right now I'll show you, we have over $7,000 in that account. That's just mm. to pay for those expenses when they come, all right? So here's my Christmas, already Christmas. So here we are, every single month I put it aside. So this Christmas, we almost have $1,500 saved. Fantastic. So now that, so once again, practicing what I preach. So other things that I save for in this category, I have vacation fund. So I have that money set aside for vacation. And then this is one, and this is kind of, maybe I'm a little, I plan ahead a little too much maybe, but it's gonna be nice. So. Our 25th anniversary is in 2025. See, I got married in the year 2000. It makes the math easy. So that's so still three years ahead. But I save money every single month for this anniversary trip. And right now I have over $3,000 saved for our 25th anniversary trip for when it gets here. So once again, though, every single month when I get paid, at the, well, you know, depending on when you get but I do, I try to make my payments. I'm just used to once a month. So that's kind of the way I do it. And before I do anything else with this money, I put it in these sub accounts, right? So I have it automatically deduct and, and put aside. So when those expenses do arise, I'm gonna pay for it with cash. And then I don't have to put it on a credit card. So it does take discipline, but kind of going back to the points we talked about before, probably the biggest thing for me is making it automatic. Mm -hmm. So it's automatically done, I automatically do it, and that way I don't even have to think about it the rest of the month. And then once again, when it gets to be vacation time, Christmas, that money is earmarked for those expenses. Mm -hmm. That's so impress impressing. Uh Tracy's a lucky lady that she's already got her 25th anniversary trip. Well, we'll, we'll see where we and go. Planned and prepared for. We'll, we'll, we'll we'll have see. to talk to Justin about this. We, we may go to Dave and Buster's and just have fun. <laughs> just blow it out. <laughs> yeah. Think about I could win so many prizes. <laughs> so many tokens. How romantic would that be? I know. Be? Would that not be, I may even let her eat. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. How nice am I? What a lucky lady. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is such a great example, though, and proof definitely in the pudding. I can see it right here. It, it is so nice. And I would say, you know, even though I don't keep up with one of those, I do mm -hmm. have it electronically. And I do and right. utilize um, different accounts so that when it's direct deposited, for me, it just automatically goes in there. So sure. I'm not going to be as diligent as you. I but wish it may I could be. be if but it's electronically, it's the same thing. So, I mean, you think when I, you know, I, not to date myself to it, but like when I started my adulthood, I mean, internet just had basically, I mean, it didn't just start, but it, there was still, I mean, we had dial up at that point still. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't what it, you know, is right now. So for me, it's just one of those things. That's what I've done. Um, it's just easier for me to do. I, I'm more of a simple person. I don't, you know, you can get as elaborate as you want in your budget and that's fine. I mean, I recommend, especially when you're starting off, we used to, but to me, it's just this writing it down, pen and paper. It's just works for me. And then I will say, and I think I've mentioned in another episode before, even with this vacation fund. Um, so for our discretionary spending every month, I pull cash out of the, I go to the ATM and I pull a set amount every single month and anything that we have left over, actually put for our vacation fund. So I kind of reward myself with that too. Like if we choose not this month to do as much entertainment, guess what? When we go on vacation, 
that money's going to be earmarked for that. So I like that. Kind of a way to treat my, you know, treat ourselves, I guess, if we don't overindulge this month, then hey, we'll, we'll get to use it. But once again, I mean, it's within our budget. And that's mm-hmm. probably the key thing for us is that overall, we, we still have that budget. I know exactly, you know, I just analyzed it now with Ava going to college, just kind of re redid our budget. But I do at the beginning of the month, this is earmarked, this is earmarked, and I just put it aside for all those different things. And that way, you know, we're, we're not going, we're, we don't, we know exactly where our money's going. So right. it just helps so much. You, I can imagine you brought up another good point, which kind of takes me back to that first helpful tip bullet point, which was recalculate these at least once per year. Mm-hmm. You think about all the changes that happen in a year, right? Yes. So if you set yourself up automatically to go through this, imagine all the experiences that you'll go through within the year. Let's say, unfortunately, you have to use that car repairs budget. Right. Or what if you don't use it? You have to make decisions as to what to do with that money. If you have used it, how to replace it. Or if you haven't used it, what you're going to do with those extra funds. So whether it's once a year, once a quarter, whatever works for you, definitely go back and take a look because there are so many different things that you might need to use that money for or that might change. You may get a raise. You may get a demotion, hopefully not, but things like that happen where you have to take those things into consideration. And kind of going back to season one when we had our spouses on, this encourages communication as well. Mm -hmm. So you talk to your spouse about these things, and then you guys are all, you're both on the same page working towards common goals. You know where the money is. And you know, with this, the beauty of this too, and we've talked about couples and money, let's just say, and we talked, I remember you gave Justin, I think one time, like 20 cents or, (laughs) I mean, but you can, you can earmark this as part of these non-known upcoming non-monthly expenses. You can say, you know what? We're going to turn this into expense, like you're you're spending money because we've talked about spending in the way couples are. Usually, one is more of the free spirit, one is more of the saver. But then you allow the free spirit because it's put in the budget. Hey, you can spend whatever it may be, hundred, hundred fifty bucks, whatever, on whatever you want. You don't have to feel guilty because it's earmarked towards that. And yes. I think that just helps couples communicate, but then it helps, you know, you, you see, okay, I'm working so hard, but I can reward myself a little bit because some people need that. They have yeah. to have that carrot stick to keep mo- moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. I know we were talking internally and in one of our uh, different brainstorming sessions and one of the younger, younger folks on our team who just recently got married was talking about, you know, do you sa- decide to have joint accounts, split accounts? And, you know, that's a conversation for a later date. But mm-hmm. as it relates to that holiday spending, nothing's worse than kind of feeling guilty for, either getting a gift that you know is too expensive or not getting a gift that's the same amount as what your spouse got you or Mm -hmm. you know there's just there's a little bit of animosity that can you know be bred this time of year especially if you don't prepare sure so that's another good reason too is uh you know set the money aside in advance but also maybe have a conversation with your spouse or your friends or your family about budgets that you're comfortable with so that you know you don't have somebody giving you a 300 hundred dollar gift while you're giving them a 50 dollar gift and then you feel uncomfortable great point just have a conversation with them about hey let's do something that's reasonable and if you want to go above and beyond because you find something you really like for me or you know you really want to do that then that's great but at least we have this common understanding Mm -hmm. that there's not this expectation to kind of blow it out every time right right and i always encourage tracy to go above and beyond if she chooses to so but you know (laughs) as do i with justin i'm like here's my list i expect uh, everything yeah (laughs) never 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 so but no kind of just you know kind of uh, summing up the the entire 
entire episode is basically, you know, we just want you to be prepared, right? We, we hate seeing people, you know, that they think, okay, we have our budget set up, but you forgot certain expenses. So once again, just preparing for the future and making things that you know you're going to have pain, you know, that, that are coming up. Some of those things that we mentioned, prepare, turn them into, even if they're not a monthly expense, turn them into one. And that way you won't have to go into debt to pay for them. Exactly. So we're what, I guess, about two months away from Christmas. Mm -hmm. So let's say maybe you haven't been preparing. We've all been there before. But what what can you do starting today? Sure. What what can you take a look at today Mm -hmm. so that maybe that blue Monday isn't as blue? Right. And to your point. Talk if you're you know married. Talk to your spouse about that. Hey, what are the expectations? I, I don't want to pay twenty four percent come January on something I'm going to buy you right now because we can't afford it. To me, that's going to make a much happier marriage long term. I mean, you know, we all see the Christmas commercials and you go out and the wife gets the Lexus with the bow on it. She's the happiest woman on earth. But yet they don't fast forward to the middle of June when you got that seven hundred fifty dollar car payment. Right? <laughs> they never show that in those commercials. So don't get caught up in that rush and just communication, open line. And we've talked about this plenty of, that's probably one of the keys to that financial success, you know, as a couple, it's just having open dialogue, communication, not being ashamed. And Hey, this is what we're working towards. And you know, if we haven't started saving right now, this Christmas may not, you know, have as many presents under the tree, but that's okay. Because guess what? In January, you're not going to have those bills coming in either. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I think the key points, communication, preparation. And if you haven't started yet, it's a-okay. You can start today. Yes. So hopefully this episode will help you not have that blue Monday this January. Danny, thank you so much for chatting and thank you all for listening. Catch us next time as we run with the bulls. Run with the bulls is sponsored by Mentoro and hosted by Danny Kofke and Whitney Queen. Learn more by visiting mentorogroup.com.